Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, challenge, and empower collaboration while taking big actions. With your host, recruiting genius Jennifer Rojas, credit master Valerie James, beauty maker Christina Wirtz, the man in action Rob Actis, and lover of all things marketing Elisa Lane. Good morning. Good morning. There you are. We can hear I'm you. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be here in person I'm, in just a couple minutes, right? And just a few, yeah, it's funny. I was saying to my, we, we had, I had my daughter today, and, and I said, you know what? Some days just need a little space and a little grace, and you're going to find some more. Yes, you're she breaking up. Do, so. You're breaking up just a tiny bit, but we can still hear you, all right? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'll try not to be too distracting. <laughs> That's so, okay. how are you? Doing good. How was your weekend? You know, I was. I had a little bit. Of, I got a touch of that cold that's going around. So mm. I spent most of my weekend trying to get rid of that. How about you? <laughs> I know that feeling. I actually had a cold over the weekend as well, and ended <laughs> up giving it to the guy that I'm dating. He had a hundred and two degree fever for three days straight. Oh no! <laughs> it's pretty icky. It's, that's right. it's definitely hanging on. It definitely is. So we actually have Tom Johnson here, and Tom is a energetic healer he has his own business and he's here to pop in and tell us about his business and his life and any wisdom that he has so say hi hello (laughs) thanks for coming yeah oh it's my pleasure super Um, excited to have you thank you it's great to be here so is that your actual title energetic healer or what do you call yourself it's been mostly energetic healer um i am in the works of changing that uh, there is um, an aspect of having the word healer in uh, in the title that I give myself. Um, I don't really like that it you know it it approaches things from a place of uh, there's something wrong with you and I can fix it, <laughs> and that's not really what happens in the sessions that I do. Yeah. So. I can see how someone could think that. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's been a bit of a, uh, you know, a challenge to, to find something that really fires me up mm. and that I can put out there. Um, I, you know, there might, energetic healing may not even be, you know, the eventual, you know, in the end it might not be, what it is that I even call the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an aspect of life coaching that happens within the calls or within the sessions that uh, just kind of happens, um, you know, just naturally through mm-hmm. the whole thing. And so uh, it, I'm, I'm really going to lean more towards like personal development coaching and energetic shifting. Mm, personal development coaching and energetic shifting yeah i like that it's a mouthful but i like it it is um right now the working uh name of my company um is going to be uh thrive personal development coaching and energetic shifting you know being kind of the subtitle yeah yeah yeah. and i know you just went through a name change what inspired all of that with your business well um my first uh, the the name that I had been going by is Energetic Healing for New Possibilities, which is extremely long. And you know, to be to be honest, I I'm really kind of tired of typing all that. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the, all, the pure honesty behind it. That's right. Thrive is a whole <laughs> lot easier. So how'd you come up with that? Well, I, um, I'm in a program that helps uh, uh, me learn how to build teams to get the things that I want in my life and play the games out in the world that I, that I really want to play. Mm-hmm. And so I put together a, a business development team and uh, had you know, have a number of uh, really really great people in that team, and uh, I threw it out there that you know, it, like in a, one of our first conference calls, that I would be um, changing the name, and I wanted input. Mm-hmm. And uh, at a a couple days afterwards, um, after that conference call, uh, um, one of my team members started throwing out some names. Uh, just on a group text that we had, and it just blew up into this like half hour to forty five <laughs> minute uh, thing where everybody's just kind of expanding on things that were said and you know giving comments and you know and ideas and thoughts around um, some of the ideas and it just uh, it just developed into thrive mm-hmm. and it was actually a lot of fun it was really impromptu we had no idea that we were just about to do that <laughs> and uh it was just it was a great time and and i really like how it turned out it's it felt like a very organic process too uh-huh. you know so it you know just in that process it felt really good yeah yeah that's awesome that just speaks to our whole monthly theme of collaboration all january long we've been mm-hmm. talking about collaboration and what that means to people and how it can um, help us progress in life. Yeah. What do you think, Jennifer? Yeah, no, I think the exact same thing and that, um, you know, it's a good testimony to how you'll all partner together, right? That's a pretty hard thing, especially, you know, names and ideas and that starts to, you know, lead into vision. And so I think that's a a really good sign (laughs) that, and that the energy is going to be good in the in the partnerships that you that you all have as you move into the what sounds like a little bit of a transition. Yeah, it, it's, cool. it certainly was was a lot of fun, and it was it was a great opportunity to um, to get to know my team, to get the team okay. to know each other, and uh, okay. and really work together. And it, it just uh, yeah, it just felt really good. Yeah, I love the name Thrive because, like you were speaking to, healing makes it seem like there's something wrong with a person that you have to fix. But Thrive is like, you're already at a good level. Now let's take it to the next level. Right. Yeah, I think uh, because really, you know, everybody is where they need to be. And there, there really is nothing to fix. There's just the places we want to improve. There's the places that we want to, to move to in our lives to really get uh, as much out of our lives that we can get. And we always have uh, things that are in our way. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll get into it where we're, uh, you know, different negative thoughts that we've created from our childhood or just, you know, just any part of our past that we've believed about ourselves and we don't even know that we believe these things or we're in denial that we believe these things. You know, we like to say that, no, I've got it all together. And, and, uh, and you really do because most people are, um, you know, able to take care of themselves and able to be responsible in their lives. And, you know, they have their fears and different things that do stop them from, you know, certain aspects of moving forward. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Tom, have you have you always felt a pull toward this type of work? I mean, or was it did it come? I mean, I looked at your bio a little bit, so I found your, you know, your, your time in China was interesting. Was, was this something that you kind of always had in the back of your head that you'd like to do, or did you discover it kind of out of nowhere? Well, I guess a little bit of both. Um, as I, I was raised, you know, in, in a middle-class uh, Catholic family, um, I had no idea about really any of this, uh, this kind of, thing and um and but i was always curious i knew that there were different aspects of being a human being that um that weren't really being touched on in you know in like public school or in church or you know anything like that and um so as i went as i grew up and uh, went out into the world as an adult and had some more experiences and and uh, just kind of got into my own general unhappiness in different situations in life. I, I started gravitating more towards things that were going to help uh, knock me out of the, the funk that I was in. And um, so I... I I, a, a good friend of mine uh, introduced me to the Landmark Forum. I went and did that, and that really uh, that really opened me up to a lot of the, the stories and the different things that I was creating for myself that weren't really true. And as I kept going farther in that, and then I, I, I started reading Spontaneous Healing by Andrew Wheel, which was a fascinating book for me at the time because I had never really gotten that in depth with um, just the different natural things in healing, you know, vitamins and minerals in your food and, and those kinds of things. And um, at a certain point, it just kind of hit me in this like intuitive thought that uh, I'm supposed to do some kind of healing thing. And I had no idea what that was about. I had no idea what that was going to look like. And I didn't know where to go from there. And I shared with the same friend of mine who uh, introduced me to Landmark that that thought, and uh, he actually was the one that kind of ran away, you know, with it for me, and started introducing me to a lot of uh, other things. He uh, he was gravitating towards energetic healing at that time too, and uh, so he. Um, he, he did a couple of sessions. He started learning a, a modality called resonance repatterning. At the time, it was called holographic repatterning, um, resonance repatterning now. And um, he, so he did a few sessions for me on that, and I was just blown away and just really fascinated with it. And, and uh, so then um, another time I, I was visiting with him, uh, his girlfriend at the time started um, doing a session for me, and she was learning uh, what was called Ewan Method. And uh, he goes by Ewan Energetics now. It's Y-U-E-N. Um, and uh, that blew me away even more. I was so fascinated with that. I got, I got home. I looked it up on the Internet and, and found that they were, uh, he was doing some, uh, some weekend courses in the Bay Area, and so I signed up for those, and I flew out there, and and uh, 
and it, it just really all took off from there. And then from then on, I would just became like a sponge of, you know, just really absorbing and, um, you know, and just reading as much as I could. This was the days before YouTube. So you did a lot more <laughs> reading back then. And, uh, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's essentially how it happened. Yeah. Wow. What was it? So when you talk about the resonance, I mean, what was it about those courses that lit you up or that, that those ideas that lit you up and then sent you home to look them up and sign up for courses? What, what was it? What type of, um, I know I can't think of a better word. What type of healing was it? And why did that, you know, why did that speak to you so much? Well, that is a good question. Um, I think it was more, the feeling around it, the, you know, there was kind of a, there was a simplicity and a, a naturalness to it that, um, it, it was like there was this inner knowing that I, you know, that I had that it really could be a, a you know, more simple of a thing than, you know, to, for people to heal than, you know, having to go to somebody who has 10 years of, of schooling and, um, it just felt really natural. Um, and so, you know, and, and it, it went more to a core too, you know, it wasn't necessarily, I can't remember what it was exactly that they had worked on for me, but, um, uh, it was, you know, it was, it was most likely something around confidence and the different things that came up in the session, you know, really, just hit it on the nail. I mean, they were saying things about me that I had never shared with anybody else and, and maybe even things that I hadn't really even shared with myself about, you know, about myself. And, uh, and so it was really just fascinating in that way for the most part. Mm-hmm. So how, how does resonance repatterning work and also the UN method? <clears throat> like what's the science behind it? Well, it mostly works on what I would say on, on like the quantum level, you know, everything is energy, everything breaks down to energy, everything breaks down to uh, frequencies and vibration. And there are certain vibrations that you resonate with and certain ones that you don't. And there, it's not as simple as, well, you know, everybody should resonate with something like happiness because, you know, happiness is a, is, is a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that happen in your life that, you know, kind of turn you off uh, energetically for things like happiness. And so it's kind of like happiness, like everything is like a musical note, you know, everything's an octave of, e- of each other. And uh, scientists have discovered this in the sense that, you know, like a, um, the note C is an octave of the color red. And uh, so <clears throat> because it's, since everything is like a note, then 
you resonated a certain note and there are certain other notes that are going to you know be in harmony with you and certain other notes that are going to rub you know like if on a piano you play a c and a c sharp next to each other at the same time it doesn't sound good it's it, it rubs if you play like a c and a g together it makes a chord and so there's harmony there and so everything everything else is like that in life and you can go through and you can check like all the products that you have all the clothes that you wear you know <laughs> basically everything you're you're either resonating with it or you're not mm. and uh that's why you know you could be wearing something you know one day and it's your it's your favorite you know it's your favorite piece of clothing to wear and it makes you feel really good and you walk out and you're you're more confident and uh um, and then there's other clothes that you wear that you might not feel that much about it. And, and it's just, it's because of that same type of thing. And so in uh, resonance repatterning and uh, you in energetics, um, we muscle test. It's applied kinesiology. And in the muscle test, you can, um, you can test to see how people resonate with certain things, certain thoughts, certain ideas, hmm. uh, certain people. You can really check it with everything. I've actually been in the grocery store, you know, like looking at toothpaste and muscle checking to see, you know, like, <laughs> you know, okay, it's like, this is right. the best toothpaste for me. I yeah. am so aligned with this toothpaste. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Clearly, this is the D to my C or the <laughs> C to my G. Yeah, exa exactly. Um, and so in, in a session, um, I have a lot of material that I look through. It's, it's different things uh, on different levels of life. You know, we have the physical, mental, the emotional, psychological, psychic, and spiritual. That's, uh, that's them generally. And, um, and, so the, and then there's a lot of different um, categories and different you know aspects to all of those levels and i can go through and check like if if we're working on somebody just you know say on their confidence um you know i'll i'll check um i muscle check with my hands um and i can actually check other people's energy um hmm. just by the connection that we have because everything is connected and um i can check to see it's like okay related to um confidence um where are they like you know do they have any physical issues related do they have any mental and so say something comes up um you know like mental you know a weakness comes up there um i generally say uh you're either strong or you're weak and that means you either resonate or you don't mm. and um so when there is uh when there's a weakness um you know then then it you know it can we can either get more specific with it like okay there's something weak in the mental level um okay it's related to relationships or it's related to money or it's related to yourself um and then it can break down even you know more specific from there and then everything once you get down to kind of i call them like the component level because everything um i'm getting a little ahead of myself but uh, everything works in uh works in patterns we create whole patterns and whenever i do a session for somebody we discover what the pattern is and um <clears throat> and we uh 
and then we we break that pattern down to what I call the component level. And as soon as you get to the component level, then everything is like on and off switches. And it's really just a thought and intention that turns those things on or off. So you want to be on for something like happiness and you want to be off for something like sadness. So it's, you know, once I discovered like if somebody's actually on for sadness, it's just a thought and intention that, that turns them turns them off for sadness and it's really interesting because when I started doing this the hardest part about it was how ridiculously easy it is I couldn't believe or just convince myself for you know some time that that it could really be that easy with it just a thought and an intention so. what do the patterns when you talk about patterns like what does that mean so we create patterns um, based on different things that, you know, experiences we've had in our lives. And these patterns can be, you know, wrapped around things we believe in ourselves or b believe about ourselves and, um, you know, things we believe about life, uh, things we believe about men or women and, you know, all kinds of different things. And so uh, most of the time when I work with somebody, we get down to, I can actually muscle check to uh, like an age, you know, I can muscle check, you know, okay, uh, zero through five, five through 10, and then I can get down to an age where, and then I'll, I'll ask them, okay, something was going on with you when you were eight years old. What's the first thing that comes to mind? And uh, a lot of times something comes right up for them. Sometimes they have to dig and uh, usually, you know, something, there's something in the way they tell the story or there's just something I hear that it's like, okay, it's that one. And, uh, and so then I ask, okay, from that situation, that experience, what negative belief did you have about yourself? And, you know, they can kind of reach back and, and be like, okay, well, I guess I, I, I started to believe I'm not good enough. And so that, then becomes a pattern in their life. They bring, I'm not good enough to all of their relationships after that, um, and you know, to all of their experiences, their work and, and everything. So that is the pattern. And, uh, and then we can get into, you know, also, um, you know, what negative belief did you have about life? You know, well, like life is unfair. Um, and so that, that becomes a part of the pattern as well. And so then, you know, um, sometimes, you know, I can ask them, okay, like think of a more recent upset in your life. You know, well, I had a, a fight with my girlfriend and, uh, um, and you know, and you know, they'll, they'll tell a little bit about it and it's like, okay, well, can you see where I'm not good enough and life is unfair may have played a part in that. And, you know, generally they can see it and then they can, go back to many other upsets and see, wow, it, it really, I have been walking around believing that, you know? Mm. And so, so that's the pattern. And then, yeah, please. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have like, I'm really restraining myself <laughs> from just interrupting you like every three seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> muscle, the muscle testing. So that is, you're testing them. They, their muscles react to, to, or, I mean, so what, what is that? Can you, can you well, explain a little bit or? Since I'm using my hands to do it, um, it's it's more you like use your I am hands on them, or you're using no, your own hand. Like I'm using my hands 
on me. Okay. <laughs> and uh, um, and I am because uh, a lot of the sessions I do I, I do over the phone. Um, I can get into how and why that became that way, um, but uh, so it's it's kind of like where you know if I'm like if I'm just basically intending you you know for the most part that's the that's the only way i can think to say it it's it's like i i get you know i know that i'm going to be doing a session for you, so you and so i just connect connect with with the with me or with the person that right. you're doing a session with and, and so in my intentions and in my thoughts i just know that okay i am um i am connected with this person and then what i'm testing is this person's energy mm -hmm. not my own mm -hmm. you know so, okay yeah interesting yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to, you got any questions? No, go ahead. You so, apparently have a million questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating to me because uh -huh. I do. I think these, um, these it's, um, we are connected, right? And, and we've lost some of that, that idea that we can connect to each other and share energy and use energy for ourselves and for others. Um, so it's always fun when we get to talk to somebody who, who is doing it. Um, so I'm gonna take you back a little bit because I was kind of interested in your time. You were in China for some, for, for some of, as you were learning, it sounded like. Right, uh, so I, um, I was taking courses, I mentioned earlier with Dr. Yuan, Dr. Mm -hmm. Cam Yuan. He's a uh, 35th generation Shaolin and Qigong master. Mm. Um, he used to teach Kung Fu. He was actually technical advisor to the Kung Fu series in the 70s. So cool. Yeah, and, grasshopper. Uh, yeah, grasshopper. <laughs> it, it's funny because uh, David Carradine did an interview one time and he said that he actually modeled his grasshopper character after Ewan. <laughs> and uh, so you could say he's the original grasshopper. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and uh, so he, uh, he taught Kung Fu for a long time in uh, Southern California in a, um, a place called Shaolin West. And sometime around the early 90s, he just got to a point where he didn't want to teach people how to fight anymore. Mm. And he was discovering in, uh, in his Qigong that he could actually um, move people's energy out of them, their you know their negative energies, and once he started doing that, he he started realizing he he was eliminating people's pain, hmm. and so he developed his method and and picked up the applied kinesiology side of it. So then he could teach uh, teach other people how to do it, and it it was really interesting. Like in the first uh, first few courses I did with him, um, he would you know he he he'd tell us uh, you know. Once you find the weakness, you just correct it. And we were all just like, how do you do that? You know? And like, uh, oh, okay, well, like, why did I think of that? And, and he, could never really, he could never really describe it. And so I just kind of picked up that it, it's just like, it's just the thought and the intention. It's just something that you do. And uh, so anyways, um, uh, Kind of a side note, in, in 2006, um, I took my first trip out of the country and I went with some friends down to uh, Guatemala and Belize. Mm. And like right away, I, I kind of got the traveling bug, you oh. know, from that. And I remember sitting in, uh, fun, you know, Belize actually has a lot of Chinese restaurants in it, mm. and, which is kind of surprising. And, yeah. uh, um, 
I was we were sitting in a Chinese restaurant and I looked up on the wall and there was a picture of the Forbidden City. And I just remember looking up at that and, and saying, okay, that's that's where I'm going next. And I had never had any like hopes and dreams of traveling to China. It was just kind of this thought. And so less than a month after I got home from that trip, I get an email that says, travel to China with Dr. Yuan. You know, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so I, I got, you know, in, in touch with the people you needed to. And, uh, and there was a group of, there was like 40 of us all together. Um, it was Dr. Yuan and then, um, you know, 39 of his students. And uh, yeah, we, we traveled all around China, saw, you know, wow. basically all the great things to see. Uh, terracotta army great wall um, really interesting place called the Longman grottos where they have all the l- large you know giant buddha statues mm. carved into the side of the mountainside and <laughs> and uh, and then we uh, we went to the shaolin temple and we uh, we actually stayed right next to the shaolin temple there's a shaolin school uh, which is where um, basically Dr. Yuan grew up, mm-hmm. and uh, we stayed in the dorms there, and we took a we took a course with him at, at the school, and uh, so we were there about three or four days, and it was wonderful. I mean, there's all these you know young uh, Chinese students there that are um, that are in training, and so you see them doing you know all their practices and just amazing you know acrobatic you know feats that just are like okay you know <laughs> i wish i was here when i was seven you yeah. know <laughs> and uh but yeah i mean i think they can start there when they're six and go all the way until they're 18 wow and uh yeah it was a wonderful time and uh and i got you know in and then we were in a bus a lot uh traveling around and so um we all got to know each other we all you know we mm-hmm. were all working on each other like in the you know in the bus and and uh you know it was just an amazing healing wonderful bonding relating journey mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. now at that point you're practicing or are you practicing and um and practicing my meaning i mean you're learning you're not necessarily um helping others at that point on a global scale as a business, as a business, N- not as a business. I was working with friends. Uh, friends would tell other friends, and you know, it was, it was a word of mouth thing mm-hmm. back then. Um, I I really didn't start um, building this into you know more of a business practice. Um, it was really about four years ago. Um, I. For seven years, I lived out in the woods in Southern Oregon, and uh, sure, I was hoping I, this would come up. If I had a nickel for every time, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, um, that's where uh, that's where I started, you know, doing it more over the phone because the obvious, you know, it's uh, um, we weren't like completely off the grid or anything like that, but we were twenty twenty six miles from the nearest town and fifty from the nearest city. And so uh, for me to travel out to other people or them to travel to me was just a lot to ask. And I knew that distance healing existed. Uh, Mm -hmm. People have been doing it for a while. And uh, so I just started doing that. And and now I make a joke that, you know, it's like if, 
you know, if I know who you are and I know that you exist, you could be on Mars mm. and it would work. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it just does. I've, you know, I have a current client who lives in Atlanta mm-hmm. and we're here in Phoenix. And uh, there's no, you know, there's no lag or, (laughs) you know, it gets to her just as fast as it does somebody, you know, sitting right next to me. Yeah. Phone calls or do video conferencing or I can do both. Uh Uh, uh, Most of the time, uh, well, it's just mostly been over the phone. Mm. Um, I I don't have a personal preference. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, I think at this point I have gotten a preference and doing it um doing it distance wise as opposed to face to face and just for the reason that um you know it's it's easier it takes the you know that that much less time out of a person's schedule the sessions are usually an hour and a half long and so if you have to travel that's you know going to be about two hours of your time uh, maybe more and uh and plus, at the end of a session, the, the client generally feels, uh, you know, pretty relaxed, like they just had a massage. And so yeah. if you don't have to jump back out in traffic, that's a good that's, thing. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I did that for a while with a psychic. I had a psychic who I would call. Really? And it was amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had, it was recommended by a friend because I was kind of like, what? You know? <laughs> Um, and so uh, the first time I did it, I did just to try it just because I was interested. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was very interesting. Like I felt very connected with, and, uh, if I would hold my breath, he would say, I can tell you're not breathing. You need to breathe, you know, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and part of it probably was sound, but I mean, it was more like I get, you're getting, it's getting fuzzy. I can't read you as easily. I need oh. you to take some deep breaths. <laughs> it was really interesting. Oh, and wow. so, yeah, it kind of came and I'm like, all right, this <laughs> And more, I was like, yeah, you kind of like if you're connected, you're connected, and or and maybe not all people can do that and open themselves up the way he was able to or you're right. able to, but yeah. there's certainly something to that idea that it's not about the proximity; it's more about the um, attention you're giving somebody and that kind of trying to connect with wherever they are. Yeah, I, I can I can definitely say there's nothing psychic in what I and do. And I wasn't implying that, oh, by I the know. way. I just was more like uh, the phone thing. was <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> and not that I think there's any, I, like I've, I, I'm all about whatever it is oh. that you do yeah. that, you know, <laughs> that helps other people go, go be it. That's cool. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I, I, there is definitely, I think there's definitely something to the psychic thing. Uh, more, you know, I get a lot of uh, intuition. Mm. Um, a lot of times I can, you know, if somebody's, trying to think like think of that story you know back when they were eight years old um a lot of times you know it, it comes in different ways like um a lot of times maybe I'll, I'll just suddenly have a flash thought of of my mother and it'll just be like okay something was going on with your mother mm. you know and so um and just you know and sometimes just the words will pop mm-hmm. in and uh you know and and it, it seems to work all mm-hmm. the time, you know, it's like <laughs> where, uh, um, you know, I've just, I've just gotten really good at trusting what mm-hmm. comes up mm-hmm. in those spaces. And, uh, and I've gotten really good at, at clearing myself mm-hmm. from, you know, anything else that comes in while I'm doing a session. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, it's just, it's a, it's an amazing feeling, honestly. I, I love to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do people usually... Christina, <laughs> you go ahead. I really want to hear because I know you have some pretty amazing success stories with your clients. So I want to hear like some of the best results you've seen mm. in working with your clients. Okay, so 
uh, there was one client I had. She had had some uh, some childhood trauma that she was dealing with, and um, and she knew she really wanted to work on that. And coming into the session, whenever um, whenever I start a session, I'll always ask. Uh, you know, after after we kind of get honed in on what it is we're going to work on. Mm -hmm. um, I'll always ask if they have aches or pains at that time. And, uh, you know, pretty much any ache or pain they're dealing with at the time happens to be related to what it is that we're going to be working on. And so she had some lower back pain. It was resonating. I, I always ask for a 1 through 10, 10 being, you know, the worst. And she was at like a 6. And... Um, She'd been dealing with it for a good six, six or seven months. And um, so we went through, we did her session. Um, during a session, a number of statements I, uh, come up. Uh, they're generally statements that the other person is saying. And, and I'll write them down. And they're statements that they, uh, that they resonate with. Or if they're uh, positive statements, they're not resonating with them at that time. And so there were a lot of statements around the childhood trauma that I, I had written down. And some of them, when, you know, when I do write them down, I'll ask them, you know, okay, are you present to the charge that that's giving you at this particular time? And, um, and they usually are. And so in this particular um, session, at the end, um, we go over the statements to make sure that they're then on the right side of the statement. If they're negative, they're no longer resonating with them. If they're positive, they are resonating. And we, um, we then get, uh, <clears throat> get to a point where, like, uh, you know, she'll say the statement, and, like, one of the ones that were kind of the deeper statements, I'll ask her at the end, you know, okay, now, uh, how does it feel when you say that statement? And most of the time, it just kind of feels ridiculous to them. It doesn't, they don't, they're not charged by it at all. They, they almost can't believe that they even believed that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then I'll go and, you know, and I'll ask, okay, well, how's your, you know, now how's your back pain? And, you know, she kind of checks herself and, and, you know, it was completely gone and it never came back. She had actually told me later on that uh, she had, you know, three or four years prior, uh, she had neck surgery and she was n not able to like put her, put her like chin, chin towards her, her chest. chest. And, you know, that was completely cleared up. You know, it's like she had full range of motion with her neck. And, uh, and I just love that because it's like, it just shows how much all our pain and everything is really related to our thoughts and our beliefs mm -hmm. yeah. and our emotions. Yeah. Um, and so that was in one session? That was, yeah, with, with her in particular, that was just one session. Do they sometimes take multiple? Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, you know, things uh, tend to happen in layers. And also mm -hmm. there can be multiple patterns that have people like stopped in their lives. Mm -hmm. And so when the... Um, when there's multiple patterns, it's, you know, I'm sure you've heard the analogy of like peeling the layers of the onion. And um, it, it's like that. So it may take a number of sessions. And after each session, uh, uh, there is a noticeable change. Mm -hmm. You know, there is something where they are freed up 
by some aspects of whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and also at the end of every session, the pain that was um, talked about mm-hmm. in the beginning is gone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, sometimes it takes a little extra work for me at the end. Like, you know, I might be done with um, like all the statements and all the, uh, you know, other sessions and, or other parts of the session. And, and they might be down to like a three. And so I'll just dig a little deeper and clear a few more things. I, I get into uh, the meridians, which is what uh, acupuncturists work mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. and you know, find meridian points that are cleared. And just the same as a needle, thought and intention can clear an mm-hmm. acupuncture point, and, mm-hmm. and energy can start flowing through there again. And so I'll 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 just clear, you know, clear as as much as I need to. I'll check in again after a little bit. It's like well, now they might be down to a two, and so I'll do a little bit more all the way until it, you know, at least gets to a one. Mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of times, you know, I kind of say you got to restart your computer, you know, because you know when you get a bunch of updates, you know, generally you have to restart your computer, mm-hmm. and that's generally mm-hmm. like a, a good good night's rest or you know mm-hmm. four or five hours of sleep and. And uh, I'll check in with them uh, the next day to see if that one is down to a zero. And, you know, it pretty much always is. That's amazing. Yeah. That must be amazing. Have you had it done? Yeah, he's worked on me a couple of times. So do you go back just, um, if you don't mind me asking, is it, are you doing multiple layers? Or I'm assuming some of your, some of the people you work with just come back every now and again, just kind of as a touch base, just to keep energy going the right way, make sure they're not holding on to things. Yeah. So is that, do you mind sharing your experience? Yeah, yeah. I think you've worked on me, what, three or four times now? I think so, Um, Some in person, some on the phone. And I notice um, different things come up in different sessions. Mm -hmm. So it kind of does feel like we're peeling back the layers. Mm -hmm. And in particular, our last session that we had a couple weeks ago, I don't know what you did, but I was just like unstoppable (laughs) after my session. Like for days and days, I was just like, on my best game completely confident I was like fearless with talking to people and that's like a fear of mine usually and that's not even what we are working on but that was like a, a separate thing that happened yeah and uh, I told him that I'm like this is incredible and um, it's neat about him too because Tom you are very intuitive and he's just like I feel like we still have something that's like untouched like there's something there huh. it's a blind spot we don't know it yet but like let's just keep working on it and see if we can uncover it yeah so it's been a cool experience. Wow. Mm-hmm. How many clients do you typically, I don't, do you call them clients? Uh, do you? Clients, yeah. yeah. Do you, I mean, do you have a, uh, how many can you usually work with at a time? Is it, does it doesn't matter? It just ebbs and flows? Is um, Well, I mean, I, I, I generally do one at a time. Um, I do know that uh, group sessions can Oh, yeah, work. I didn't mean like that. But yeah, uh, oh, that, but that's interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. You can, I meant more just, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I can take, you know, up to 20 or 30 a week. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, they're, they're about an hour and a half each. And so I could do, you know, five or six in a day. And do you have to go kind of, do you talk to somebody that you use to help with? Or are you able to clear your own, you know, Well, just generally, energy. generally in life, I mean, I've got a number of my own coaches, you know, yeah. through, you know, a lot of it through different programs that I do. Um, uh, the same friend that, uh, introduced me to all of this, uh, he, you know, we, 
you know, we speak often and he'll hear some things and do some corrections for me and, <laughs> and uh, you know, and every once in a while we'll do full sessions. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. I mean, I do, I do do sessions for myself and I would say they're probably, you know, 75% effective because, you know, you just can't reach everything by yeah. yourself. You know, I, I kind of, you know, I tell people that, you know, we all need each other. That's why we don't each have our own planet. Right, right. right. Yeah. What other specific yeah. things can people use your services for? Like you mentioned a little bit about childhood trauma and stuff, but what else can people use it? It, it, it really works on every aspect of life. Um, you know, you can work with different relationships. You know, couples can come to me and, um, you know, because like a lot of times, you know, after so many years of being together, they're still listening to each other in some old ways. Mm -hmm. You know, one person can change and the other person just won't ever hear it. And so, you know, finding out what, you know, what old listening patterns are still there and moving them out of the way. Um, they can come individually for that type of thing as well. Different, you know, all kinds of relationships. You know, if you're having trouble with your boss, you know, then we can find out what's going on there. Um, you know, different things like that. Uh, people can come to me for money, you know, for uh, working on money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I was like, you're going to get a lot of phone calls. Like, That's right. So you said I could come to you for money. That's right. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, J-E-E-N-N-I-F-E-R. Right. <laughs> for the check. <laughs> um, there's a uh, there's a lot of a lot of energy around money. Money is mm -hmm. energy, mm -hmm. and uh, so there's a lot of different things that we believe about money. You know, simple simple things like there's just a collective belief that money is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that becomes weight on money. Mm -hmm. You know, and the truth is, is what people do with money is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. You know, so that makes it more of an individual thing. And um, so, yeah, there's a lot of lot of aspects. I mean, pretty much every session I do, things about money come up with people, you know, whether it's related to what we're working on or not. Um, different things, you know, I've actually worked with uh, uh, real estate agents. And, you know, if there's a house that doesn't sell, I've actually gone in and cleared the houses, mm. which, you know, it was kind of funny because, I, you know, when... Uh, when this person was talking about it with me, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, I can do that. And I'm like, <laughs> I hope I can do that, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and I went and I, and I, I did it and you know, the house sold like within three days. Oh. And then, um, uh, I've also had some friends who had, you know, they just didn't, didn't feel right in their house. Uh, there was one particular friend who, um, uh, he, he and his daughter were, you know, they'd been fighting for some time and she had a room, uh, she, she was an adult and she had a room in their house. And when she moved in, uh, her, he and his wife wanted to move their stuff into that room, but just couldn't, couldn't do it because there was just so much energy in that room mm. that was keeping them from doing it. And, uh, I was living in Portland at the time. He lived down in Eugene, which is about a hundred miles South. And so I just, pictured a house and I just started clearing all these you know all the areas all the rooms in the house and uh I told him you know I I, I think I probably texted him it's like okay I'm done 
and you know that was like maybe in the middle of the week and by that weekend they had moved all their stuff into that room yeah, and so they like took pictures and posted it on facebook and <laughs> they were just really excited about it and sure. and uh so you know there's um so that works like that um yeah relationships money businesses anything that's you know i could um i could work with small businesses and get people resonating with like their mission statement get everybody who's working in the company re- resonating with the mission statement and mm. you'll get uh, you'll notice a lot of you know a lot more flow Change, and yeah. a lot of things happen in there um, what about so, athletes, like sports performance? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because there's, you know, they always hit a wall someplace, you know. It's like they're always, you know, um, you know, somebody like Shaq, you know, who could never make a free throw, <laughs> you know. He should have called me, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, All the championship rings <laughs> lost. Yeah, Poor Shaq. <laughs> yeah, I mean, different, uh, all, all kinds of sports, you know, even um even just personal uh, mm-hmm. goals mm-hmm. you know uh, physically you know it's like say you you know you haven't been able to touch your toes for 6 years or something and uh, and you really want to do that it's like well just you know everything that's happening with you physically comes from something that you're you know that you're not dealing with mentally or emotionally huh. mm-hmm. and see and i've so always thought my tight hips were uh genetic so maybe I'm, I might try this out and yeah. see. Well, the, you know, <laughs> there are... There, uh, there probably, there's probably a little bit of both, actually. There, I yeah. know there's definitely some energy stuff yeah. going on, but... Yeah, because a lot of times when... I think there are some blocks you can get out from that, you know, that there is energy that rests in places. And mm-hmm. if you're not moving them... Right. And then it hurts, so you don't move it. So That's it just right. gets worse and worse. Yeah. Right. A lot of times, too, in, um, you know, the patterns that we come up with, there are certain aspects of the pattern that come up as generational. Mm. And um, uh, so when somebody comes up with a, you know, a belief statement about themselves, like I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. I can check to see, you know, is this generational? Mm. And uh, if it does come up, you know, then I check, okay, mom or dad's side, and uh, how, how many generations back does it go? And so it can, you know, say it goes back like seven generations by the end of the session, we have cleared that whole generational pattern. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as a byproduct, everybody that's in that, you know, that bloodline essentially is cleared from that particular thing, not just crazy. the person. Yeah. Wow. Not yeah. crazy. Amazing. That's so <laughs> yeah. cool. Super fascinating. Yeah. So yeah. you wow. do single sessions and you do package sessions. Would you mind sharing your current prices on those right now? Yeah. Um, so right now I'm, you know, I've, I've kept things pretty low cause I want to keep, you know, I really want to reach as many people as I can. Mm. Um, I really, yeah, I want to make it accessible. There's a, you know, nothing wrong with this, but you know, there's a lot of people out there who, who do charge a whole lot of money for this. And so right now I'm, uh, it's $60 a session mm. and I, I have a four session, uh, deal for $200. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then how can people get in contact with you? Do you have a website, phone number, anything? I do have a current website. It's, it's, it's with the Energetic Healing for New Possibilities name. Um, it's ehnp.site. Um, 
and not in any not any time in the real near future is that going to be changing but you know mm-hmm. sometime this year that's going to change and i'm going to switch over to the thrive mm-hmm. and um so yeah ehnp.site there's a there's a button on the home page that says uh, schedule a session and it'll take you to um it'll take you to another page that has these uh, the paypal buttons and and such do we have? Do, do you ever walk by people or meet people and you're like, no, yeah, you need to call me. Like, can you ever tell, or is it like, like, uh, yeah, is it more everyone. of a? <laughs> I mean, funny. you know, be hard to. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really do that a whole lot. Yeah. Um, uh, there's there are a lot of times like if I'm in a situation where you know I'm hearing people share something about themselves mm. if there's an opportunity mm-hmm. you know um at at the end or at, at some point to go up and have a personal conversation with them i'll share with them what i do and mm-hmm. what's possible with that and uh you know but for the most part i mean there i think i used to do that a lot more <laughs> you know but i i just i just don't so much anymore yeah. you know mm-hmm. like standing in the the line at the grocery store you know you can you can see people's behaviors and this and that and and i'll just pick some things up and and you know but yeah right it's not like yeah like, <laughs> yeah it's like what what, what are you gonna do like, then right <laughs> i can tell that you've got something going on that's with your right. father <laughs> that's here's right. my card yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no. we're gonna wrap up here in two minutes but one last question what do you see as like the vision like where do you actually want to take this well, I do want to. I do want to reach as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, right now, the um, the biggest thing has been word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, you know, getting the results that they're getting, and then talking with their friends and their family about me. Um, I do. Uh, I I do see myself doing some, you know, some form of public speaking about this in the future. Um, I think there's a lot of information about about this kind of work that if it got out and people really understood how powerful they really are Mm -hmm. that would be you know then then we can all start healing ourselves Mm -hmm. because i i don't want lifelong clients Mm. you know i want i want people who are going to work with me till we get enough stuff out of the way that i can start to teach them to do it themselves Mm -hmm. and then they can start doing it with other people i you know i there's there's billions of people in this world. It's like, I don't need repeat clients. You know, mm. <laughs> I want a world that's going to not need this yeah. at all. And uh, there's just no other reason for me to do it. I and, uh, me too. That's so cool. <clears throat> that's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I think, uh, too, you know, like working in groups, like I, I kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it does. I, I have seen and heard about people being able to, you know, do this on a group level. Um, the only thing is, is it would have to stay pretty general. Like yeah. you, you'd have to, you know, people in the group would have to like pick a fear, you know, that they want to, you know, have disappear in mm-hmm. their lives. And then, you know, we could do, you know, a session for the, you know, you would pick one person in the group to be a proxy for the whole group. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then in the end, people's uh, fear would disappear. Um, as far as doing the really deep work, um, I haven't quite uh, honed in on, on how that's going to work yet. I, mm-hmm. I have this vision, if I, if I have another minute, uh, I have this vision of like finding some, uh, some frequency that we could just broadcast out there that's oh. just going to be the love frequency that we could put out there and 
and it would just turn everybody's hearts on. That would be know? amazing. Yeah. Here's hoping. So here's uh, wishing for a week of a love frequency for everyone out there. There you yes. go. Thanks for Thanks joining us. Thanks so much us, for joining us. Awesome. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Have a good week. Bye-bye.